ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೋ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಧೀತಮಸ್ತುಮಿಷಾವಹೈ ಸೋ ಇನ್ ಸೋ ಮೆನಿ ವರ್ಸಸ್ 
it is pointed out, param. What else can there be other than this? There is ignorance. Meaning that this is ignorance that results into the identification of the body, mind, sense complex, taking anātmā to be ātmā, taking one thing to be different from what it is. Even though body is mamāyam, even though the body is well known as mind, and still mūdhā, dehuhamiri, and still this mūdhā, this deluded person, takes I am the body. So first of all, it is made clear to us that ignorance manifests in the form of these notions or conclusions or complexes <coughs> about the self. Ignorance of the self results into this false perception or false notions or wrong conclusions about the self. So that is how ignorance manifests. Ignorance is avaranam, wearing something, but then that ignorance results in vikshepa, meaning in terms of false knowledge. <coughs> so false knowledge can be dispelled by true knowledge. If dehoham, I mean the body is a false knowledge, then brahmaivaham, I am brahman is the true knowledge. <coughs> so the author says that this is a knowledge that dispels ignorance. And therefore, this is the knowledge for which we have to strive. Samaha, Shantaha, contemplate upon this. Who am I? I am not the body, I am the very witness of the body, the illuminate of the body, and the nature of the illuminate, illumination itself, the nature of illuminator, meaning that I am simply conscious and that is illumines. Samaha, that equally illumines everything without any partiality. Illumines good, bad, and indifferent. Whatever it is, illumines. Because the whole creation is emerged from that. Understand? What we call the good and evil, ultimately, all of that is sourced only in this consciousness. Vyapakam sarolokanam karanam. It is the cause of the entire creation which includes everything, good, bad, and indifferent. So naturally it cannot be opposed to anything. So that consciousness I am, which unopposed to anything, that imparts existence to everything samaha, which illumines everything samaha in the same manner. And therefore, Shanta. When there is no opposition, when there is all inclusion, there is no conflict at all, Shanta, tranquil. So by nature, it is not the tranquility of the mind, of course, mind also is. You need the tranquility of the mind to recognize the self that is tranquil. Brahmivam, Samashanta, Satchidananda Lakshana. Asti, Bhati, Priyam is my election, is my character. That's all that. So that is the only thing that is non-changing about me. If I look at I, which is the self, in the I also there are two elements. One is the variable element, the changing element, which has its basis into that which does not change. So, how do you say, I am changing? Because I am karta, now I am a doer, then enjoyer, then speaker, then hearer, then thinker. Because I keeps on changing. But the change must necessarily be sustained by that which does not change. So, is this, what is the changeless element in I? That I am a doer, I am an enjoyer. I am happy, I am unhappy, all of these roles of I. Happy also is a role, unhappy also is a role, doer also is a role, experiencer also is a role. So who is the one? That's the thread that 
This changeless that sustains all of them, that's the content of all of them. Asti, I am. And how do you know that you are? Because I am a self-refulgent, bhati. And that I am, everybody loves to live. There is a natural love for life, natural love for knowledge. Nobody loves ignorance. Nobody loves death. The am, the existence is naturally the object of love. And shining the knowledge, naturally the object of love. So, asti, bhati, whatever I am, that I am happy, then also, asti, I am, bhati, I shine, and then I like myself. Even when I am unhappy, even so-called unhappiness also is because of love for the self, understand? Because, why am I unhappy? Because in some way you come in my liking myself, in my being comfortable with myself. That is why even when I express unhappiness at what you do to me, that is because you are depriving me. By criticizing, by doing something to me, in a way you are depriving me of being comfortable with myself. Anyway, so in that also Priyam is there. Yasti, Bhati, Priyam, it is unchanging. Regardless of what the state of the I is, it is always there. That is my nature. Naham Deho And I am not the body, which is Asat, Achit, Ananda, meaning there which is contrary to Satchidananda. Jnana Vityat Chate Buddha Budai, the wise people call this Jnana. <coughs> the question is, no, no. Aham Jata, Mrutaha, Sukhi, Dukhi. But my experience is, I'm born, I'm dying, I'm happy, I'm unhappy. Looks like I is constant undergoing change. There is Vikara or change in the I then how can this changing I be Brahman? As I find I myself right now, how can I who is constantly changing, now a doer, now an enjoyer, now happy, now unhappy, how can that changing I be Brahman? So verse 25 says, next verse, Nirvikaro nirakaraha Niravadyohamabhyaha Naham deho hyasadrupaha Jnana mityuchyate budhai Nirvikaraha That aham Aham nirvikaraha Aham means I, the content of I. As far as the costume of I is concerned, it keeps changing. The I, as we just said, keeps on taking different roles. Says the Upanishad, Prananeva Pranabhoti Vadanvat Pashyan Chakshu Shunan Shrotram Meaning that, the self, when identified with act of breathing, is breather. Vadanvat, when identified with the organ of speech, becomes a speaker. Pashchan Chakshruhu, when identified with the organ of seeing, becomes a seer. Manvano Manaha, when identified with the organ of thinking, becomes thinker. Supanijat says, but then that is all of these are roles on account of identification, one or the other aspect of my personality. So Upanishad Akrasnohi Saha. This is I alright. But each one of this is incomplete expression of I. That I'm a speaker, I'm a hearer, I'm a seer, I'm a thinker. Each one of them is an incomplete expression. 
What's the complete expression? Atma itya upasita. One should look upon oneself as Atma. With Atma, Atnodi. When that pervades all the roles. So, who is the actor? The one that pervades all the roles. Similarly, with Atma, one that pervades all these roles of seer, hearer, thinker, etc. One who pervades must necessarily transcend all of them also. So, vikara, the change is only in the costume. Aham nirvikara. Aham nirvikara. Changeless I am. <coughs> so, even though the costume keeps on changing, now the costume of organ of speech, then it is organ of sight, then it is organ of hearing, then it is organ of thinking. The one who is in all of them is changeless. Nirvikara. Nirakara. Again, each of these roles has akara, meaning a doer also has an akara or a form. Experience also has a form. Thinker also has a form. Who am I? In all these forms, nirakara. I am the formless. I am changeless. In the midst of all changes, I am formless in the form of all the changes that I is going through. <coughs> Niravadyo hamavya niravadya. <coughs> so, avadya, which is not vadya, which is worth speaking about. Avadya, which should not be spoken of. So, avadya is something that is nindaniya, something that is censurable. Niravadya. I am innocent. <coughs> Niravadya. Here, Niravadya is, so, Nishkalankaha, Nirdosha. Niravadya means one is free from all blemish. <coughs> Avadya means one who has blemish. Niravadya. Free from all blemish. Free from all defects. Niravadya. And so, Niramaya, free from all disease, etc., meaning free from all diseases or suffering arising in the level of individuality, adhyatmika, adhivotika, adhidaivika. Tapatra rahita. So pain arises from the individual body. Pain arises from the elemental world. The pain arises from the divine elements, four forces. I is unaffected by all the pain, nirvadhyaya. Avyaya, <coughs> because I am free from decay, apakshaya virahita. You are saying, but what is my, what do I, what do I find myself, I am manushya. I find myself to be a human being. How do you say that I am nirvikara, I am changeless? Says, no, no. Naham deho, that arises because of your identification of the body. That I am a human being is your notion arising on account of identification of the body, superimposition. And so, naham deho, chesadrupa, jnana mitchit, this is called jnanam or the knowledge by the wise people. <coughs> so, why do you keep repeating? See, there are five verses. Second line of each verse is the same. Naam deo shasadrupaha jnana mityut chadevudai. I am not the body. Because which doesn't really have its own existence. So, is this repetition? Says no. Jnana pradvandakasya buddhimandi vipariyadi. See, there are because there are obstacles to knowledge. The knowledge does not take place right away even when we are told. Because of several obstacles. So Panchadashi talks of the obstacles. The present obstacle, the past obstacle, the future obstacles. Pratibandho Vartmana. So what is the obstacle presently which in a way comes in the, you know, in taking place of knowledge? 
How come knowledge does not take place in my mind even when I expose myself to this teaching? Vishaya Sakti Lakshana Because of Vishaya Sakti Because of attachment, fascination for the sense pleasure, Vishaya Sakti The natural tendency of mind of seeking pleasure, of seeking gratification. So as long as this tendency remains in the mind, of seeking gratification through senses and through emotions and through ego. So long the mind remains extrovert. So that becomes a big obstacle. So we should look into this. This afternoon the question was, what should we do now, Swamiji? Check this. Vishaya Sakti, attachment or fascination for gratification. Sense gratification, emotional gratification, intellectual gratification, ego gratification. This gratification keeps the mind extroded away from the self and thus becomes an obstacle to taking place of knowledge. So shama, dhamma, that's the way. Tranquility of the mind, self-control, so these values must be exercised to become free from the Vishayasakti. <coughs> Prajnyamandyam. Second is the dullness of the intellect. Prajnyamandyam. Because you can't understand Swamiji. Alright. Then Shavanam. Listen to these, these teacher again and again and again. Slowly your mind also becomes sharp. As you keep on listening. But the teacher unfolds with all the reasoning. And slowly therefore our intellect also will be able to discover that reasoning and the dullness also will go prajnyamandyam. The lack of comprehension, lack of understanding that's, that seems to be bothering me, for that the means is shravanam, listening to the scriptures again and again. Kutarkascha, a habit of wrongly arguing. Somehow some minds are oriented such that they always argue in a wrong way. How can you say that is Ishwara? How can you say the body is not Atma? Things like that. This is all that occurs to them. Kutarkascha, this distorted reasoning. For that, the means is Mananam. The reasoning in keeping with the scripture. So this tarka, suramyatam, sutimatas tarkon sandhyatam. This tarka, suramyatam. So give up this this tarka. The, the, the habit of the intellect of always arguing in a wrong way. Trying to, you know, trying to resist or trying to disprove what, what is being said. So, Therefore, align your reasoning with the reasoning of the scripture. That's called mananam. Mananam is reflection, meaning using the reasoning that is in keeping with the reasoning of the scripture. Viparya duragraha. Holding on to this, viparya, holding to false notion. I know, I'm a doer. Atma is a doer. He's a jiva. He's a part of something like that, you know. So I'm a reflection, I'm spark of consciousness or whatever. So sometimes people want to hold on to this, wherever they come from. So we grow in, in different situations and therefore have been exposed to different kinds of things and sometimes you grow with certain beliefs. Swami, I, I grew up in this particular tradition where Atma is looked upon as different from Ishwara. So that doesn't go. Sometimes, in the mind, this thing does not go. Viparya duragraha. There is duragraha. Insistence upon holding on to the false notion. So, there is dhyasanam. So, shamadi shatka sampatti. Constantly we should be striving to cultivate the quality of tranquility. The shama, dhamma, uparama, tetiksha. 
that will enable us to withdraw our mind, develop vairagya, and thereby we will become free from the, the impact that the world has on us. Whether objects of pleasure, whether behavior of the people, the situation, how to be able to shield by developing this quality, samadhana, uparamata, diksha. And pounaf punyena shravan kuriya, expose the self again and again to the teaching. And apply the reasoning. That is, in keeping with the reasoning of the scriptures. And don't hold on to any false notions, align those notions with it. So subject your conclusions, whatever tradition you may come from. And most of the traditions are likely you know, Dvaita traditions. That's where so people in America think there's only Advaita in India. There's no Advaita here. Everybody grows only in Dvaita. All Vaishnava Sampradayas, all Sampradayas are all nothing but Dvaita. Or Vishistha Dvaita, whatever it is. And so, there is no such religion as Advaita. This is simply only confined to a few people. And so, we are, we are going to have those samskaras. We should subject them to you know, objectively subject them to the scrutiny of what the Upanishad teaches. <coughs> so that's the reason why the author keeps on repeating. Naham Deva, I'm not the body. That is called an I'm Brahman, not the body, that's called the knowledge. <coughs> okay, now continue next one. Verse 26. Niramayo niravasaha Nirvikalpo hamatataha Naham deho hyasadrupaha Jnanamityuchate budhe Niramayaha Amaya means disease. Nirama, sarva rahita. I am free from all disease. All f- disease of the body, disease of the mind. I am free from all kinds of disease, niramaya. Meaning all the disease belongs to the upadhi. There is definite disease in the body, always. And likely disease in the mind also. Who am I? Otherwise, niramaya. I am ever healthy, free from all disease, free from all suffering. <coughs> Niravasaha. Beyond all Niravasa. Beyond all comprehension. That's interesting. So Niravasaha. See technically this word is explained as Vrittivyapyatvebi Falavyaptatvashunya. Now this is difficult to understand at this point. Anyway, let us spend a little time on this. Also an important concept in Vedanta. That when an ordinary perception takes place, such as that of a path, this process we have discussed earlier, that by my mind, Enlivened by the consciousness, meaning that the consciousness gets reflected in the mind. This is natural. Mind is such a stuff that it's a reflecting medium. Therefore, it always reflects consciousness. Mind always carries a reflection of consciousness called chidavasa. That's what enlivens the mind. So this mind, with the reflection of consciousness, goes out through a sense organ of perception, such as eyes, in context and objects such as the parts. So this is the water. It flows through the channel and then goes into an area of cultivation. So this water flowing through the channel fills up that whole area, you know. Suppose there is a little patch in which you you know, you're growing some flowers, etc., then the water flowing the channel fills up that area. 
Similarly, the mind, flowing through channel of the sense organ, contacts an object like this and fills up, meaning it assumes a form of this object. That's how the mind, with reflected consciousness, assumes the form of an object such as a part. And so in our mind, a vritti or a thought of the form of part is created, ghatakāya vritti, meaning vritti or the thought form of the nature of part. So that is how the perception or cognition of part takes place. Here also, They say that this cognition takes place because of two operations taking place. The mind assumes the form of a part and then reflect the chidavasa, reflected consciences, eliminates the part. So this part, number one, is first of all covered by the veil of ignorance which should be removed and then it should be eliminated. Like imagine a dark room. There, let us say there is a a coconut upon which you have a pot like this. Coconut is an object that you want to know, but then it's covered by a pot in a dark room. Now in order for you to see that coconut, Two things have to happen. You switch on the light, but that's not enough. You should also remove the avaram veiling. So first, you remove, let's say you remove the veiling. You remove the, the covering part. Still you don't see the coconut. You must switch on the light. That eliminates it. So two things you require. The avaram, the veil of ignorance must go that covering part must go and then what is it? Illumination. The light should illuminate the coconut. Similarly also, an object such as a part has a veil of ignorance and ghatakar vritti, the thought of the form of ghata removes that veil. Like removing that part from the coconut. But still for you to see that coconut you must switch on the light. So chidavasa, the consciousness reflected in the mind, illumines the part. You understand? That's how the part cognition takes place. That the veil of ignorance around the part is removed by the part thought of ghatakarvati and the part is illumined by the reflected consciousness. So first, Process is called vritti vyapti. Vritti means the thought first of all pervades this, this part and removes ignorance. Second is phala vyapti. The phala means reflection. The reflected consciousness illumines the part. Two things are required. Now in the same dark room, imagine that there is a lamp upon which you have placed a part, let us say. Now for knowing the lamp, first you remove that part which is the veil. Now do you need to switch on the light? See, when it was a coconut, you need to remove that part and need to switch on the light. But in case of a lamp, all you need to do is what? Remove that covering part, remove the veil of ignorance because a lamp is self-shining thing. It doesn't require another illuminator. So now when it comes to knowledge of self, self is like that lamp which is self-illuminating, self-shining. So all it requires is the vritti. I am Brahman. That's the vritti that is required. You do not require the chidabhasa illumine the self. So there is one nirabhasa, that abhasa. Chidavasa is not there in this knowledge. So because self is self-revealing, all we need is to remove that veil of ignorance. <coughs> Nirvikalpa kalpana hinaha 
free from all kalpana, free from all projections, free from all duality, non-duality. Atataha, all pervading. So this is what I am. I am niramaya, free from all disease and suffering. Niramasaha, free from all reflections. Nirvikalpaha, from all vikalpa or duality. Atataha, all pervading, meaning that not restricted to anything. That self I am. Because atma means atmodita, that which pervades is called atma, so atataha, all pervades it. <coughs> like the actor pervades all the roles, so also the atma pervades all the roles of karta, bhokta, etc. That self I am, not this body, which is mitya or false. <coughs> then further, next one. Nirguno nishkriyo nitya. Nitya mukto hamachudaha. Naham deho shasadrupaha. Jnana mityuchade budhe. Nirguna, I am guna rahita without any qualities. What are the gunas? Sattva rajasthamas are called the gunas. So body, sense organs, mind, Zupadi is made of sattva, rajas and tamas. The body is created from tamas. Then the organs of action and prana created from rajas. And the organs of perception, mind created from sattva. So upadi is what? Sattva, rajas, tamas, saguna. Who am I? I am the very witness of these gunas. Who am I? Nirguna. Nirguna Vaham. Therefore, Nishkriya. I am free from all Kriya without any activity. So, actionless self I am. Who am I? Nirguna. Free from all attributes and qualities. Nishkriya. Actionless. Free from all actions. Who performs actions? Who is talking? You know, the wise person says, Neva kinchit karomiti, I do not do anything. Pashyan, shrunvans, pushan, jigran. While seeing, while hearing, while touching, while smiling, while talking, while performing all the actions, you know. You see this person, Pashyan is what? Seeing. Shrunvan, hearing. Sprushan, touching. Jigran, smelling. Ashnan, eating. So he's doing all, speaking, talking. While doing all of these, I don't do anything. In fact, when he says I don't do anything, he has to say that. That is also an action. How can he say, I don't do anything unless he performs the act of talking? So he performs act of talking and claims, I don't do anything? Then who does all this? I'm not talking. Who talks? Indriyani, Indriyateshuvardhande. It is the organs of action that interact with objects. That's what action is. Who am I? I'm the mere presence. So I am not talking. Talking takes place in my presence. I am not hearing. Hearing takes place in my presence. I am not eating. Eating takes place in my presence. So I am actionless. Even all actions are taking place, then also I am the actionless witness. I am the one in whose presence everything is enlivened. The sense organs are enlivened, the mind is enlivened, they all do their activities in my presence. <coughs> that was nirguna, nishkriya, nitya, eternal I am free from the limitation of time, vinasharaita, I am deathless, 
So what is nitya? Eternal is what? Deathless and <coughs> what do you mean deathless? You're going to live forever? We'll see you. Chalega after a few years. Says yes, yes. That is what came and goes away. What was born goes away. The body is born. And body goes away. The eye is not born, eye does not go away also. So nirguru, nishkiru, nitya, nitya mukta. I'm ever free. You are free. You can do anything. So freedom, I'm ever free. So usually we have our own notion of what is freedom. We interpret freedom as the freedom to do what you want to do. Sorry, can you fly? Can you go through this wall? You say you are free. Nitya Mukta, ever free. I was never bound. So where is bondage? The body is bondage, of course. Body is controlled by the laws, etc. So body is what? Niyamyaka. Niyam means it is rule. And all the laws apply to the body-mind-sense complex. Then therefore it is bound by the laws, bound by limitations. But the I, the consciousness, is ever free. Nitya mukta ham imperishable. In fact, chuti means to fall down. Chuti means what? Fall down. Achyuta. I never fallen from my sarupa. So Upanishad says that the Paramatma created this body and entered this body and now he has become a... Have you not become a jiva? Has an Atma become a jiva? I said, no, no. I never became anything. Even though I appear like bound, I am never free. Looks like I am limited. No, no. I have never fallen from my sarupa. I ever remain what I am always. <coughs> So, nature of knowledge being described in these verses. What's the nature of self and how does a wise person know himself to be? <coughs> Again, next one says, Nirmalo nischalo nantaha Shuddho hamajaro maraha Naham deho shasadrupaha Jnana mityuchyate budhehi Nirmalaha, am ever pure? So ignorance is the greatest impurity. Greatest impurity is ignorance? And everything born of ignorance is all impure. So nirmalaha, you are free from ignorance and the products of ignorance. <coughs> Nischalaha, immovable I am. So nischalaha, immovable like space because all pervasive there were, I am also nischalaha, immovable. Anantaha, free from antarand, Desakam, not limited in space, time, or in, in attributes. Because all of these are in the body. The thing is that, see, in each one of them, what the wise person proclaims is the self that is totally contradictory to the body. Certainly, there is mala, there is impurity someplace. So we often look upon, oh, Swami, I'm impure, I have to do this, I have to. so. So, because you have to purify ourselves, there is always a big problem. But there is impurity in the body. Nishchalaha. Where is motion? Again in the body. Anantaha. Where is limitation? Again in the body. So, understand that when he says that I am immovable, immovable is not the description of a thing. So don't try to imagine immovable. 
Ananda. So this is not the physical description of anything. All of this is said only in reference to the various notions I am right now entertaining about myself. And each one of the notions is denied, that's all. Ananta, I am free from limitation, I am limitless. So don't imagine limitless. You are pure. So, but that's how you will find. But that is not the, because then you are describing something which has again qualities and you know, this is all description of self from which all the attributes are, which are normally superimposed. All these attributes belong to the body. And habitually superimpose all attributes and limitations of the body upon ourselves and then judge ourselves. So each one of these words is taught here with reference to one or the other complexes I am entertaining about myself in order to make me free from all complexes. Of millions of complexes. But some of them are stated here. Each complex arises in me that I am impure. I am doing things. I am changing. I am perishable. I am dying. I am diseased. I am a sinner. All of these complexes about self arise on account of identifying with the body-mind-sense complex, which is where everything is, even sin also is there in buddhi. Disease also is there in the body. Action also is there in the body-mind-sense complex. Everything is there, but not where I think it is. So disease is there someplace. Impurity is there in some place. Change is there in some place. Motion is there in some place. Action is there in some place. Limitation, all of these are there. What I managed to do is I attribute all of these to where they are not. That's all. All of these are in the body, mind, sense complex. Who am I? I'm ever free from all these complexes. So this is the typical nethi negating, negating, negating. Why do you negate? Only because I am asserting falsely. So each one of these words is meant to help us drop a complex. You follow? So any, each one of these words can be used for meditating upon the self. Nishkriyoham, I am actionless. See the fact that all actionless is not description of Atma, understand. Actionless is no description. But you see that all actions taking place in the body, mind, sense complex, the witness that I am is actionless. All gunas, qualities are there in the body, mind, sense complex. The witness I am, nirguna. So rather than saying that this is a description of Atma, what is meant is denying the superimposition that are already taking place to help us become free from the complexes which create a false sense of limitation. <coughs> so nirmala, nischala, anantaha, shuddha, never pure, ajaraha, free from decapitated, amaraha, free from death, because old age again belongs to the body, death belongs, and then I think that I am a mortal being, but mortality is in the body. I think Swami, I am going now. Uh, Swami, become too old now. That is where again in the body. So all along I have been always judging myself from the attributes of the body, mind, sense complex, and so many complexes have arisen. And this is a denial of all of them. <clears throat> In case this does not cover all complexes, then we can make up our own thing. I am father, apitaam. I am mother, amataam. We can say that. I am a sinner, you know, nishpapoam. 
because pita also belongs to body. Mata and mother also belongs to body. Sinner also belongs to the mind. Sin. You can boldly dismiss everything. Dismiss all sense of limitations because the self is ever free, ever unattached. It is not that now I become free from sin. I ever was free from sin. Now that I have become free from bondage, I was ever free. So even is very important. Now I have become free, Swamiji. That means there was some problem. So what Swami used to say, sometimes the Mahatma announced, you know, he realized at four o'clock, four thirty-five in the afternoon on a Friday and such and such year, that's the time of realization. So then he became free at that time. Means he was bound until then. He was free. That bondage was a notion. It is not the bondage that goes, the notion of bondage goes. That's all. If bondage goes, then bondage is real. And real thing can never go. That is called real, which does not come and does not go. And there is Sadame Samatvam Namuktirna Bandha. Neither there is liberation, because liberation is of the same nature as bondage. If bondage is a notion, liberation is the freedom from notion. So this is all helping us to be free from various notions that we entertain about the self. <clears throat> so you know, in all of this, what has been done is, every kind of an activity is negated. So this negation of Atma, not this, not this, not this. Somebody says, wait a minute. Looks like you are describing what you are describing Shunyam. See, non-existence also can be described like this. Something that does not exist also can be described like this. It is actionless. All of these things can apply to Shunyam or non-existence also. So sometimes there is a little bit of danger, hazard. This person negating may lead someone to believe, think that they are talking about Atma who is non-existence. So am I why? Am I non-existence? Atma pratyakshadhirudna bhavadi. If Atma is not, you say this body-mind sense, that means there is no Atma. What else is there? Has anybody found any Atma? And the surgeons have performed all surgeries and have they ever found Atma? Have you ever found anything other than this body-mind-sense complex? If that is not Atma, then there is no Atma. That's what... So, looks like, hey, Vedantin, you are really describing a non-existence. You are describing shunyatvam, void, non-existence. Your description is that. So to that, the answer is given in the verse 29. Swadehe Shobhanam Santam Purushakyam Chasammatam Kimurka Shunyamatmanam Dehati Tamkaroshibho See, this is what the half the world believes. What is it? That body is, what you are is body. Body is gone, you are gone. And there were, not only the Charvakas or the materialists in, in India believe this, that body is Atma Self, but today also all materialists believe that body is a Self. When body is gone, nothing remains. Your superstition, that something remains. Who sees, has, has anybody seen it? Has anybody seen anything remaining after body is gone, after cremated? Where is the self? Consciousness is, a, is only an attribute of body. It is all created in the brain. It is all the chemical reactions that create consciousness. Where is consciousness? So there were this view that body is Atma. You are the body. Now Vedantin, you, you have denied the body by denying all the attributes. So in your opinion, the body is not the Atma, 
Then since there is nothing other than void, you are effectively saying that Atma is void, non-existence, shunya. And so he is told, Svadehe shobanam santam purushakyam jasammadam kim murkha. Oh stupid fellow, bho murkha, svadehe in one's own body, purushakyam, there is a purusha, shobanam mangalam. So, shobanam blissful or auspicious. In this inauspicious body, there is an auspicious one dwelling inside. Don't you realize that there is someone dwelling in this body? There is indweller of the body. Purusha. Who is Purusha, you know? Puri Ushati di Purusha. One who dwells in the city. In his body is a city and in there there is an indweller. It is called Purusha. So this body is this city or dwelling place. How can you deny the, the dweller? Swadehe purusham. And who is that purusha? Shobhanam, mangalam, ever pure, ever auspicious. So in this temple of the body, there is a purusha or the consciousness, the self, the paramatma, the Lord, who is ever auspicious, he is dwelling in this body. Sammatam. And this is what is the opinion or the conclusion of all the scriptures. <coughs> so, Sammatam means what? That is what is the opinion. Sammak matam. It is an established fact by all the scriptures that in this body dwells. There is an indweller who is called Purusha, who dwells in the body, who is Mangalam, who is most auspicious, who is of nature of Ananda, who is ever full and complete. Sammatam, Kim Murkha, Kim Murkha, a stupid one. Kim Atmanam Sunyam Dehatitam Atmanam Sunyam Karoshivoho. Dehatitam Atmanam, the Atma, the Self, is Dehatita, that is transcends a body. So the one that transcends a body, why do, why do you want to make a Shunyam, why do you want to make it non-existence? See, the thing is, that is transcends also, can be said to be non-existing. But understand, there is a principle that dwells in the body, but it transcends the body. It is not non-existent. It is that which transcends the body. So that transcendental principle, which is of the nature of Mangalam or Ananda, which is of the nature of consciousness, which in fact enlivens this body, how can you say that it is not there? So when a person denies the existence of self, Existence of Ishvara, existence of Brahman, existence of consciousness, then this is what the Vedantin asks you. On what basis you are, do I, are you denied? So we will continue our discussion to meaning that even when you deny that there is no God or no consciousness, the independent principle called consciousness, they accept a consciousness which is the attribute of body. An independent principle consciousness, which is Atma the Self, is what we call Ishwar or God. You are just denying that. Murkha, that is nothing but stupidity because what ground do you have to deny that? He says, what ground do you have to say that there is God? Hey, we have a ground. The scriptures are our ground. And wise people are our ground. So Shruti, Yukti and Anubhava. Shruti means what? The revelation of scriptures. Yukti, it makes sense. Anubhava, it is the experience of the wise people that there is the self. So we have that. What do you have? To deny the existence of self, what do you have other than your stupidity? I mean your murtha. 
సో కిమ్ మూర్ఖ ఆత్మా దేహాతీతం ఆత్మానం ద సెల్ ద ట్రాన్సెండ్ ఆల్ ద లిమిటేషన్ ఆఫ్ ద బాడీ మోస్ట్ అమేజింగ్ థింగ్ ఈస్ వన్ ద డ్వెల్స్ ఇన్ ద బాడీ నెవర్ ద లెస్ ట్రాన్సెండ్ ద లిమిటేషన్ ఆఫ్ ద బాడీ దట్ ఆత్మా హౌ కెన్ యూస్ అూన్యం హౌ కెన్ యూ డినైట్ హౌ కెన్ యూ మేక్ ఇట్ నాన్ ఎగ్జిస్టెంట్ హౌ కెన్ యూ మేక్ ఇట్ వైడ్ దేహాతీతం కరోషి భో ఇది సో this is the next discussion here we'll continue tomorrow <coughs> om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 shankaram shankaracharyam కేశవం బాదరాయణం సూత్రభాష్యకృతౌ వందే భగవంతో పునఃపునఈరో గురురాత్మే మూర్తిభేద విభాగినే వ్యోమవ్యాప్తేహాయ దక్షిణామూర్త నమ ఓం శాంతశ శాంతి హరి ఓ శ్రీ గురుభ్యో నమ హరి ఓ